This is Life in FM, the Good Shepherd Fargo-Moorhead podcast. Happy New Year and welcome to the podcast. I'm Pastor Taylor, your host for Life in FM. I'm excited to kick off the new year with a reading from Philippians chapter 3, verses 10 through 14. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already obtained all this, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize, for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Let's jump into our message. This is Life in FM. Well, it's a new year, and there's something about a different digit at the end of today's date that makes a difference for our outlook on life and the way that we feel about today and the days that will follow. This feeling might not stick around for long, but for now, 2022 has that new car smell and look that makes us optimistic and hopeful for what is to come. Now, this year might be the time that you finally follow through with your plans or resolutions. As you ponder what this might look like in your, in your life, your outlook might be joyful or hopeful, or maybe it's not those feelings at all. Maybe there's pain and angst and worry in you. And if that's you today, I feel you. You're not alone. See, I've been the king of failed New Year's resolutions, many of which revolved around losing weight, paying off debt, and accomplishing something that's new to me. Maybe you've been there too. Now in the past, right around the first of the year, I've signed up for that gym membership, purchased expensive weight loss pills, and set aside money only to blow it on the must-have experience that was just mm, so-so. All the while telling myself, if only this would happen, then life would be good. I somehow arrived at the understanding that everything that I dislike about my current circumstance would be magically changed if only I could change this one thing in my life. We've all been there. But where are you now? Where have you been and where are you going? Today I invite you to take an inventory of your life. What are your hopes? What are your needs? What baggage do you carry that needs to be set free? I'm going to invite you to consider for a moment where you're actually at where you've been and where you are heading in 2022. More so, what do you need to change in your life to actually get there? Now, I often wonder, are we chasing dreams while also living in the reality of today? Are our goals obtainable or even realistic? Are we venturing into uncharted territory? And if so, why are we heading there? Is it because we're feeling called or led there? Is it to keep up with the Joneses? Is it even a place that we should be venturing to to begin with. Part of our inventory today is being honest with how we'll experience the highs and lows of trying to reach our goals. So proceed with caution. I say this because if I can be honest, I've often wondered how resolutions are helpful for us at all. Now accomplishing goals, it's not a bad thing. But what happens when we don't follow through with our intentions and we're left feeling empty inside? When we don't succeed at whatever it is that we're facing, that we're going for, it's hard to not feel like a failure. 
And while I'd never tell you to not set goals for yourselves or to seek personal growth in areas of health and finances, and especially faith, it's important to remember we're human. We're not perfect. And because of this, we're sure to fail at different stages of life. And don't get me wrong, dream big, but be realistic. And know that you're not alone. If you don't check off every box on your list, that's okay. And don't focus so much on that list that you become distracted of your surroundings and life, the blessings that you have today. It's one thing to better ourselves. It's another thing to be binded and blinded to the beauty that's all around us today. You're present in the here and now, and God is here with you too. So about that inventory. As people of faith, I have good news. God loves us today as we are. And God also desires for us to grow, especially in our faith and as faithful people in his world. While we may strive to be better, different, fill in the blank, it's important to know our reasoning behind the desire to change. Why do we want to change? Are we chasing truth? Or are we chasing a lie? Are we putting our trust in our lives that it can only be good if we change or are successful or if we reach our goals? Or are we trusting the truth that no matter what happens in life, we're wrapped in God's mercies and we have hope in his promise? So this year, make resolutions for the future, but make sure you're growing toward this resolution each day because it's today where we can grow with God in this moment and take a step towards the future. Tomorrow will come, but let's face today before projecting toward whatever is to come, trusting that God is with us on the journey yesterday, today, and certainly tomorrow. Now, if you took a snapshot of your faith inventory today, would you be able to cling to God's mercies even if you fell flat on your face? Would a little humble pie be the worst thing for your spiritual diet? Now, the evangelical leader, Billy Graham, was asked about his thoughts when it came to New Year's resolutions. Is there a reason to follow them or not? And what would his resolution be? Now, Billy answered, if I could make only one resolution, it would be this, that I might become more and more like Christ through the coming year. Now, the Bible doesn't mention making resolutions at the beginning of a new year, but it does urge us to examine our lives regularly and to seek God's help to become better persons every day. The Bible says, let us examine our ways and test them, and let us return to them. And that comes from Lamentations. Did you ever ask yourself why you found it so hard to keep the resolutions that you used to make? One reason may have been that they weren't realistic, or you had no clear plan for reaching them. Many New Year's resolutions, I'm afraid, are a little more than a wish list a series of things we'd like to change about our lives, but little more. They also may be very self-centered, with little thought about whether or not they are God's will. Another reason, however, why you fail to keep resolutions is because we seek to reach them in our own strength instead of with God's help. But we're spiritually and morally weak, and we will never be the people that God wants us to be unless we turn to Him for the help that we need. The psalmist wrote, My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And that help can strengthen us as we endure and grow and prosper. It's also key to what the Apostle Paul is getting at in our preaching text. In Philippians, he says, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, 
but I press on to take hold of what Christ Jesus took hold, me. Brothers and sisters, I did not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. As we begin this new year, pause right now and ask God to show you what he wants to do in your life in the coming year. Resolve to grow closer to Christ every day. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Part of our problem is the way that we approach our goals. Do we assume we'll fail from the get-go? If so, that could be part of why we're struggling to follow through. That's what Billy Graham has to say, at least. He continues, The start of a new year is a good time to stop and look at our lives. And that's the first step in making any realistic resolutions. What needs to be improved in our lives? What needs to be eliminated or added? Most of all, what does God see when he looks at me? And what does he want me to do with his help? What is his will for the coming year and for my life? Now, the Bible says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. That's from Isaiah. Then make sure that your resolutions are realistic for this new thing to take place. Many New Year's resolutions aren't resolutions at all. They're only vague dreams or wishes. Don't focus on self-centered goals, but focus instead on what God wants you to do in your life. And above all, make sure of your commitment to Christ. And if he means little to you, why not begin this new year by giving your life to him? Finally, think through how you can achieve these goals that you've set. Pray for God's help. Plan what steps you need to take and get others to encourage and help you. I love what Billy Graham has to say. And his words have challenged me to challenge you to make our New Year's resolution less about ourselves and more about God at work in ourselves, in our world places that God is calling us to boldly live out our faith here at the church and as the church out in the community, maybe even in new places that we've never dreamed of going on our own. The good news is we don't need to wait for a better tomorrow to experience God's grace and love today and to live it out boldly on behalf of others. While there may be work to do in our lives, work that the Holy Spirit will guide us toward, we can rest assured that the greatest work has already been done on our behalf by Jesus Christ on an old wooden cross. He took our uncertainties, our worries, the things that were not maybe reaching on our own, our sin, our brokenness, and he's forgiven them and he's given us new life and given it abundantly. My prayer for this new year is one of the psalmist. One I sang around the Bible camp fire pit for many years in my life. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain in me a willing spirit. Whatever your hopes or dreams might be in 2022, I pray you live boldly in the moment. Allow God to do a mighty work in you and accompany God through the doors that he opens for you today and in the days ahead. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, check back weekly for new content, 
And if you'd like to support this important ministry of Good Shepherd, you can go to our website, knowthegoodshepherd.org slash giving for a one-time or recurring gift, or you can text a dollar amount to the number 84321. Thanks for being a part of the community here at Good Shepherd. This is Life in FM.